if somebody in your life doesn't support you, but you say, well, I want them in my life, is it sustainable for you to just go hang out with them and get your feelings hurt and then make fun of you? Like, is that sustainable for the long term? Probably not. Something has to change. In order to get approval or love or significance or rapport or positive emotions out of a friendship or any sort of relationship, sometimes it feels like you have to be a certain way. Welcome to Next Level University. I am your host, Kevin Palmieri. And I am your co-host, Alan Lazarus. At Next Level University, we believe in a heart-driven but no BS approach to holistic self-improvement for dream chasers. We bring you seven episodes per week to help you level up your life, your love, your health, and your wealth. Self-improvement in your pocket every day from anywhere for free. Welcome to Next Level University. Next Level Nation, welcome back to another very special, as always, episode of Next Level University, where we teach you how to level up your life, your love, your health, and your wealth. I almost forgot the intro. That's why I made that face. We hope you enjoyed our latest episode. Episode number 1260, what we want to do the least is sometimes the most important today. For episode number 1261, what kind of friend do you really want to be? So I am fired up because this is my seventh call in a row today, back to back to back to back to back. So my energy is very high, but this can be a scary, fearful topic for many people. The reason I wanted to do this episode uh, is because I think that for many of us, we don't really know who to be for certain people. There are certain people in our lives where you have to be a certain type of person. You have to text somebody back in a quick manner. You have to show up to something even if you don't want to. With other people, you don't have to do that. You can just say, hey, uh, I know Emilia's done this. Hey, I'm going to go on a social media purge or a, a friend purge where I'm not really going to message people for a couple weeks so I can get my stuff together. The reason, the real reason I wanted to do this episode is because I think this is something that people don't talk about enough. And I have a very unique perspective and experience with this. But at the end of the day, my question for all of us is, what kind of friend do you really want to be? Now, obviously, that's a fine line, and you can take that off the rails. But as a dream chaser, Alan and I, as entrepreneurs, my friendships have changed drastically over the last six years. And I will tell you, the friendships that are the strongest are the friendships where I can actually be the type of friend that I want to be, the type of friend that is sustainable for me. I'm not the type of person that's going to answer a call Wednesday at noon. It most likely isn't going to happen. But you better believe I, I am the type of person that wants to see you win, and I am the type of friend who wants to support you. That just looks a little bit different to me. I know we've been talking about this a lot. We were talking about the wedding invitations for Alan and stuff like that. But I just thought this topic, especially for our audience and our community, deserved an episode of its own because I think there is pressure to be a certain way to text somebody back immediately when they text you, or if, God forbid, if you miss somebody's call and you don't call them back right away. And here's the interesting thing. There's this, and I understand the thought behind it, but oftentimes I have seen people, it's usually women, post this, and it says, if he cared enough, he'd text you back. And it's like, I completely understand. I know exactly what you're saying with that. And yes, there are definitely people who, 
lead people on and they want them to miss them. And yes, I, I, oh yes, hundred percent. I understand. But I also think that as a dream chaser, there are times where you're going to get caught up in life and you're going to get caught up in your dreams and you're going to get caught up in yourself and you're going to get caught up in overwhelm and you're going to get caught up in your own feelings and you messaging somebody back right away is just not going to be sustainable. So I completely understand where that message is coming from because I do believe at times people are being led on and that's a good reminder that, hey, if somebody really cared about you, they'd make time for you. I understand. And I think as a blanket statement, that is true. But as a dream chaser, it's going to be different. And there's different levels of that. So am I afraid to say everything I just said? Yes, because I understand it can come off in a in a certain way. But I also want you as a community member, as a family member of ours, to be able to set boundaries and say, look, this is the type of friend I actually want to be. I would like you to be the type of friend you want to be. Does this still work? And does it still make sense? Yeah. And that's that's huge because you can spend the rest of your life trying to be something that you're not. And and it feels at times, at times, like you're always up against this. Like you're always, in order to get approval or love or significance or rapport or positive emotions out of a friendship or any sort of relationship, sometimes it feels like you have to be a certain way. And I think that while unconditional love I do believe exists on a spiritual level, uh, and I do believe that there are many friends or family members that we maybe don't see that often anymore, but we still love them unconditionally on that level. But when you're in the actual relationship in the practical real world, there are some conditions that come with it. And I was telling Kevin, you know, sort of before we, when we were preparing for this episode, that there's this one deeper understanding that I've come to that I think is massively useful and massively beneficial when it comes to the permission to be yourself. Being yourself for some reason can feel like the hardest thing in the world. I have one client right now that's going through something with a a person, a friend of hers, that they have a disagreement about something. and, And this one deeper understanding would help them so much. So the way I see it is there are two paradigms that every human being has at some level. And we are all both. So I want to make that clear. We all have both, but which one do you, do you, if it's a Libra scale, which one is the heavier paradigm? And by the way, a paradigm is just a fancy word for a belief about life. Okay. I think of on the left, you've got a relationship paradigm. These are people who really focus on and unconsciously are optimizing for their friendships, for their intimate relationship, for their family, for their future family. They, they, they make a lot of their decisions based on what their friends are doing. When your friends go to a concert, you suddenly are interested in that concert. When your friends start listening to new music, um, you start listening to that music. And all of us have that to some extent, 100%, okay? And I lived a lot of my life in what I would call a relationship paradigm bucket with this other paradigm at my core. And I always wondered why I didn't really fit in. And now I really feel like I understand it, finally. And maybe you feel similar. The other paradigm is a growth paradigm. So the only difference between a relationship paradigm and a growth paradigm is that the growth paradigm does have high self-belief and the high self-belief creates some direction and goals. So if you have goals and direction 
and not just talking about it, but really like actually do have dreams and goals and, and you're really working towards those, it's going to be really difficult to co-exist with people who are mainly focused on relationships who, who don't have goals. Hi, my name's John Larito, and I just wanted to uh, give a big shout out to Kevin Palmieri. I had uh, reached out to him. He had been referred to me when I had shared with a friend of mine some interest in uh, doing a podcast. And he said, you've got to use Kevin. He's fantastic. He's the best around. He'll get you started and off the ground and and uh, soaring high. Uh, Kevin was phenomenal in terms of leading me through the whole process and not just easy to work with, but really, really knows his stuff. So whether you're looking for somebody to, to help you and get you started or somebody as I've done where I'm putting it entirely in his hands because I've got total trust and confidence in him, any of those ends of the spectrum, you're gonna have a lot of success and a lot of fun working with Kevin. Trust me, thanks. And so on the relationship side, and this is the only difference, relationship paradigm it doesn't mean relationship paradigm doesn't grow. The relationship paradigm grows as a byproduct of their relationships. The growth paradigm's relationships are a byproduct of their growth. And I'm going to use Emilia as an example. I know she wouldn't mind. Emilia is personally the the most growth-oriented person I've ever met. And I've unpacked this every which way. Like why? What's different? What is it? Self-belief. She, she has a lot of self-belief. She has very large goals, not just for herself, but for everyone, for others, for the world, making the world a better place. The best person I've ever met. Hands down, it's unbelievable. Now, obviously, she's the love of my life, so I'm biased, but I'm telling you, I've never seen this person hurt a soul, I've, at least not intentionally. And this is so fascinating for me because I, when I met Emilia, it really opened my eyes because I've never met someone who's more intentional and sweet and conscious of her choices. She doesn't want, you know, she'll make sure she pulls out of the garage very slowly just in case there's a bunny who runs out of the bushes. Like she doesn't want to hurt bunnies. She, she like, she recycles always. She's the most wonderful soul. And I would see these, these people are very upset with her. And I would, I would study like, what? I don't understand. Like, I don't get it. Why are they upset with her? She's the most wonderful human being. I know why they're upset now because Emilia's primary focus is growth and Emilia doesn't, whether, whether she means to or not, she doesn't value what the other people that she has relationships with value at the same level they do. And so this is where it comes full circle. If you value what someone else values, you will get along really easily. It'll come naturally. If you do not value what someone else values, it's going to feel to them like you don't care about them. And I'll give you a perfect example. I've had friends in the past who, if they came to me for career development advice, I would literally like go out of my way, help, help them with their resume. We'll do mock interviews. What do you need? Go on LinkedIn. Let's search, like, let me do all of it. Cover letter, you right? I light up like a Christmas tree. And, and, and I always wondered, like, I helped that person so much. Why are they so mad at me? Why don't they, why don't they like me? I don't understand. And here's the truth that I now have come to. They don't feel cared about because they felt super cared about when they came to me with their goals and their career development and their dreams, but they don't feel super cared about on their birthday when I don't text them. And I have a close friend of mine who I care for deeply who doesn't feel cared about. And he, last time I saw him, he's like, dude, you didn't even text me on my birthday. 
And I remember thinking to myself, like, I don't even, I don't text anyone on their birthday. I don't, I don't expect you to, and by the way, you didn't text me on my birthday either. Right. But I don't really care. That's the thing. And, and I, I know that sounds silly. I just don't value that that much. I don't really care that much. And I, and I don't mean that. I think maybe there's a part of me that does a little bit, but not really. And so now I get it. If you have a relationship paradigm, you, and you value quality time and you value, you know, your, your friend remembering your birthday. And by the way, if you value your birthday highly and your friend doesn't text you, it's going to hurt unconsciously. None of this, none of this is conscious. Just like when my, when my friends didn't care about my goals, I always felt uncared about. And so now I figured it out. It's not that my friends don't care about me. It's not that Emilia's friends don't care about her. The reason they're upset is because they do care about her. The problem is they don't have a passion in common. They don't necessarily have a core value in common. They're focused on two different things. Emilia's focused on her growth and they're focused on maybe quality time or what the relationship used to be. And, and again, this is not an Emilia issue. This is not a me issue. This is not a Kevin Palmieri issue. This is a human issue. And I've seen no exception. And that's coming from, again, 4,000 calls with people all over the world trying to figure this out over the last 30 years of why so many wonderful people get so upset with each other over over a, a misunderstanding that honestly is just pretty unconscious because most of us maybe don't know. So so my question for you is, which paradigm are you? Are you mostly focused on relationships? And maybe you get a little bit offended or upset with people who are more focused on their goals? Or are you more focused on your goals and you've most likely been challenged with the same thing that I've been challenged with, which is why doesn't anyone feel like I care about them? I don't understand. Like I care so deeply. But I'm not caring about something that they maybe care about that much. Um, so for example, if you don't have goals, you might not feel very cared about by me. Or if you don't want to grow, you probably won't feel very cared about by me. But if you do have goals and you do want to grow, you'll feel so cared about. And I, I now realize it had nothing to do with how much I actually care. It only had to do with how you channel it. It's the hardest part about it is if it's drastically different, so if your desires, if your goals, if your intentions, if your expectations are drastically different than somebody else, then somebody has to adjust position. So like Tara and I go to bed in the, in the summer, I turn the AC on to 69. That's just the, I like that. It's perfect for sleeping. She likes that too. Last night we slept with a window open. It was like 30 degrees out and we had the window open in the bedroom because the door was shut. The cats were out. So it was like, I, it's too hot in here. Here's the thing. Say somebody wants it at 75 and somebody wants it at 65. Somebody's going to have to move. Mm -hmm. Or do you both move and say, okay, you want it at 75. I want it at 65. Why don't we meet at 70? Is that reasonable? Like we're both going to make a potential sacrifice or however you want to, however you want to phrase that. That's the interesting thing is you have to, as a potential friend, you have to be willing to, if it's up to you, if it's worth it, not if it's up to you, if it's worth it, if it means enough to you to move towards somebody else's desires. And I guess I would say expectations, love languages really is what it is. Yeah. It's a relationship. It's a friendship. Love language is what it is. If you're willing to move closer, the relationship will be more successful, but how sustainable is that? So I just want to throw that out there because I understand the way I started this episode and even the title in retrospect, well, the title stands the same. What kind of friend do you really want to be? Three options. One, 
you be the friend that you want to be and risk losing people in your life. Two, you be the friend that everybody else wants you to be and risk losing the sustainability of that friendship and the sustainability of being yourself. Three, you say to that person, hey, I understand this is what you want, but from my perspective, this is what's more sustainable. Can we meet somewhere in the middle? And I think that's a great friend to aspire to if that's what you want because the other ones just aren't sustainable. I've said this before. If if somebody in your life doesn't support you, but you say, well, I want them in my life, is it sustainable for you to just go hang out with them and get your feelings hurt and then make fun of you? Like, is that sustainable for the long term? Probably not. Something has to change. Something has to change. And I I think for all of us, we would like it to be, I was honest with that person. They took the feedback well, and now there's a different dynamic in the relationship. But again, there's two sides to every relationship. There's two inputs, at least, to every relationship. So it's not just on you, but I think understanding what do you value in the friendship? What do you want more of? What do you want less of? I think that's super important. And if Kevin were to come to me, I know we got to jump, brother. We do. I got to go. Think of it very simply. If Kevin were to come to me and say, hey, brother, I, I really, I want to jump on the sticks. Let's play some Call of Duty. Right? This is an option? Uh, no, no, yeah. it's not. But if you were to come to me and say that, right? And I would say, honestly, brother, like, no, I, I appreciate you. I love you. And honestly, I love Call of Duty. Used to play it all the time. But I'm going to fall down the rabbit hole and end up playing video games all the time. Mm. That's not aligned for me. Kevin's going to feel at least a little bit not cared about. At least a little bit. But it has nothing to do with how much I care about Kevin. I'd I'm push not you playing Call it. of Duty with anyone. I'd push you to risk it. I'd say, well, I'm going to give it a yeah, give a it shot. a go. But but Brian, if just take Kevin, a, take a, take if, a little bit. If Kev were to find out that I was playing Call of Duty all last weekend with someone else, see, then he mm. he would be like, ooh, maybe he doesn't care about me. So again, none of this is conscious. Remember, relationships are built on a common core value. I'm conv- or a common core goal or both. Um, and 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 we don't see it that way because it's mostly flying beneath the radar. And so hopefully on this episode you can be more hyper conscious of that. What are your plans for tonight? Jump on the sticks, a couple of games, two tree. <laughs> two tree games. Burger King and, and Call of Duty. Um, yeah, I agree. I think it's, I think uh, one of the other interesting things too is, and this is why I always say, are the people in your life the best from your past or the best for your future? If you're evolving and you're not redesigning your relationships, that's where things get a little wonky. They can get a little wonky. So, uh, full disclosure, I don't know what we're doing for next episode. I haven't chosen the title yet. It's going to be a good one. That's it. That's what I have here, Jeff. I'm out here, Jeff, in a little bit. Look, this is my seventh call back to back today. (laughs) You know, I saw that schedule of yours. Looking a little light. (laughs) No, I'm just kidding. I was busy playing Call of Duty. Yeah, yeah. I'm just joking. (laughs) No, I, um, I, yeah, I'm out here, Jeffing, and I did not come up with Wednesday's title. I'm sure it'll be good. We, I had a couple ideas, uh, but I just don't want to say something that I haven't really thought about. So tomorrow we'll have a great episode. We're not going anywhere not we're not going to miss i just don't know what it will be as you know april 1st 2023 next level live worcester massachusetts 97 human beings in a room focused on growth focused on relationships focused on wealth focused on getting to the next level and improving as a human being but being safe and feeling safe and feeling included and feeling like you belong while you do it link is in the show notes. As always, we love you, appreciate you, grateful for each and every one of you. And at NLU, we do not have fans, we have family. We'll talk to you all tomorrow. Please reach out. Thanks for joining us for another episode of Next Level University. We love connecting with the Next Level family. 
We mean it when we say family. If you ever need anything, please reach out to us directly. Everything you need to get a hold of us is in the show notes. Thank you again, and we will talk to you tomorrow.